The number one website for Midwest rap, MidwestMixtapes.com. They promote and market albums, mixtapes, singles, and videos. MidwestMixtapes.com. They can get you on DJ conference calls, blogs, and email blasts. MidwestMixtapes.com. They work with several magazines, college radio campaigns, and street teams in multiple cities. It's the youngin' in charge, DJ Brazy Beats, the hottest teen DJ in the city. Tune into my trap and I'll make sure every Saturday, 1 to 2 p.m. on K100 Radio. I'm spinning all the latest music from trap, drill, alternative underground, and you know we sliding on the new Atlanta hits on Big Guy, you dig? What's good? This is Kelby Channing, publisher of Making It Magazine, here to let all my independent artists, producers, and DJs know about MakingItMag.com. Not only are we Atlanta's number one magazine for the urban music industry, but we're a national platform that provides real opportunities, real exposure, and real industry connections. Just while going to MakingItMag.com. Sign up for your membership and start submitting music to get booked on major shows, magazine features, radio interviews, sponsorships, and more great opportunities. That's makingitmag.com. Doing dope stuff for dope artists. Ten years strong. Bitch. Hey, come on. Music certified by the streets. This your man DJ Will Money. Catch my mix show, Street Anthems Live, right here on this station. I'm playing the hottest hip-hop and R&B music. I'm also showing love to all the independent artists with the indie spotlight segment. So tune in to your favorite station right here. Let's get it. Hey yo, Street Anthems Live Mix Show. Yeah, keep it locked. Get live with DJ Will Money. It's going down. Here's another exclusive interview. All right. On K100 What's Radio. happening, y'all? What's good? What up, though? K100, you bad Welcome, everybody, to another edition of K100 Radio's Direct Line Interviews. I am your host, Blizzard. Welcome, everybody, to the show, man. We have a really, really dope segment uh, lined up for you guys today. So this is why my people that may be interested in the film industry. And, you know, when we talk to different guests, most of the time, of course, obviously, we are a music-based um, show and podcast, of course. But a lot of times we do talk to people from uh, different different parts of the game, uh, different parts of the entertainment industry. I mean, we talk to a lot of people. We talk to politicians. We talk to strippers. We talk to a lot of people. But I love talking to my, my film people. And the reason why I like talking to my film people so much is because of how closely intertwined film and music is. Like, you can't have a film 
without music and sound. Like it's, it, it pretty much goes hand in hand. Like you know, you never you don't watch TV shows and that don't have an intro with no music. So it's like you know, even though our specialty is the music industry, of course, you know that I myself am involved in film, and a lot of the people that are I deal with are involved with film. So I love, love, love conversations with film guys, and I got a dope, dope, dope guest with me today, man. I'm gonna bring to the line real quick. The brother Al Nuke. Al Nuke, you on the air. What's up, brother? How you doing? What up, though? What up, though? What up, though, family? What's happening, man? Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to K100 Radio, brother. <laughs> I'm glad to I have you, brother. I appreciate Absolutely, man. So, I mean, I'm not going to take up too much of your uh, too much of your time. I want to kind of, you know, dive right into the conversation. But first, I always let my guests sure. just pretty much introduce themselves to my broadcast, man. So, I'm going to let you have the floor. Go ahead and tell the people who we're rocking with right now, family. Go ahead. Well, definitely. This is your man, Al Nuke. I'm rocking with K100 Radio. I'm a film director. I'm an artist, and I'm also the manager of the Trap God, Zaytoven. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, and I've been going hard for a long, long time. You can man, Google it. Absolutely, man. So, And that's one thing about it, though. Like, a lot of people say, yeah, 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 look me up, Google me. Nah, 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 for real. Sometimes they don't turn out good for y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it go the opposite way. But no, nah, you got a really extensive um, career, man. You've been doing it for a while. Um, I had the fortune. Um, before we, I want to. I want to start this off by saying I had the uh, the fortune of actually sitting and listening to you on a panel recently. That's actually where I met you. That's pretty much the catalyst how how this whole thing kind of got put together. I met you at an event, um, and you know, it, you, you film. Uh, you were talking to some of uh, some um, some of the guests there. It was a packed house. It was you, Nina Stacks, another uh, filmmaker. Um, it was a really great event, man. Shout out to those guys. But um, you you said a lot of things in that in that that I want to address and I want to talk to you sidebar like this is a sure, an extended sure. conversation because you said one thing that I really got to get into but I'm gonna jump into all that but I want everybody to know you know just how the network and everything works you were at an event here in Atlanta um, I, I was in, I, I found out about it I just pulled up and had a you know a really quick conversation with you and then you know um, I saw that you said you was wanting to talk about the new, the movie that you got coming out right now well, no it's out already excuse me that's out botch and we definitely here to talk about that. But it's just like when I met you at that event, you were just really down to earth and you was like welcoming. And, um, you know, I just reached out and you said, yeah, you do the interview, man. So that's just how it works, man. When you just do good business and meet good people and cool people, man, you know, sure. these things kind of happen. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. All right. So I want to talk about why you're mainly here and your brand new project. And it's called Botch. All right. And I've got, you know, people that are watching at home, watching on YouTube and Thanks to everybody that's watching on YouTube. Thanks to everybody listening on K100 Radio and on our mobile app. I've got some images scrolling across the screen all nice and everything right now. This movie, Box. That's good. All yeah. right? I want you to tell me. And we got the trailer. We're going to play the trailer. So everybody that's watching on YouTube, everybody watching on Facebook, you guys will be able to see the trailer for the, uh, for the movie. We're going to play it in a second. But I want to talk to Al Nokia. He just told you a quick rundown of his resume. But his latest project is Botch. And it's the movie that's out right now on Tubi. Am I correct, bro? That's right, right? Correct, correct. It's trending okay. on 2B, recommended. One of the number one films on there right now, man. Appreciate Absolutely. it. God is great. Absolutely, man. So let's talk about Botch, man. Let's talk about this film. Like, this is this is this is a, this is a, is a snatch from the headline type of situation. Am I not? Am I correct? Like, you know, even even in in, in some of the uh, the synopsis and the promo and stuff, you know, basically it talks about it in the trailer. Like, this stuff has actually happened. It was inspired by two events. So, what made you want to do this film, bro? Man, truth be told, you know, uh, I've been doing movies for a while now, and I did the rap movies, I did the street movies, the crimes, and the different things. And just, you know, God God put this movie on my on my soul. He said, you know, I need you to make movies 
with content that's going to have conversation, that's going to that's going to be more than just a film, you know. I need you to make something heartfelt, something cultural that's happening, you know, in our culture. So I just want, I just, I really, I, it was, it was God. I saw all I could say, and, and the crazy part about it is a lot of my people around me and a lot of just different people was like, yo, I don't think that's the film you should make. I think you should make another street joint. You should make another rap movie. You should make another this. You should make another that or try to make this. Nobody right. really understood this particular film until it came out all the way up until, you know, a few months ago, everybody thought I was crazy outside of the um, cast and the crew because the right. cast and crew, when, we're, when they were on set and they seen the script and they seen how dedicated I was and, and they knew we were making magic then. And, you know, I mean, I got I to gotta say this to you, bro. Like, because I can, here's the thing. We live in this, like, cancel culture environment that I hate. I, I, everything right. about cancel culture, right? And, and you know, I'm a I'm an outspoken person. I like to. I'm one of those. You know what I'm saying? I might get canceled myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't know one day. Right. You know what I mean, like, me too. <laughs> honestly, me too. <laughs> right. But it's like I understand the trepidation. I understand why people were like, "Yo, I don't even know, fam," because it's like this is this is tapping into a territory. The actual just the topic: BBLs, women's rights, body shaming, whatever. It's so many ways that yeah. you can get attacked. Yeah for making the film, you know what I'm saying? And and it actually happened to people. So some people might be like, yo, you might get sued. People might try to sue you. Think you're talking about them. Yeah. There's like a lot of stuff that, yeah. that goes along with that. So like, talk to me about like some of the, some of the, th- I know people told you that, but can you give me some specifics about like some of the, some of the things that you felt like even yourself was like, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't. I know you said God inspired it, but then sometimes, you know, the business side of us be like, I don't know. There's going to be a lot to come with that. Give, give me some of the things that kind of made you kind of sort of pause before you finally listened to your inner spirit and decided to press the green light. Well, I, I was passionate about it as soon as God told me about it, and I was going to do it regardless. But I will tell you about a tidbit that I haven't told nobody, but I don't have a problem with, with speaking on it, is that when I was done with the film, my mission and my thought pattern was was to get a woman – that been through this to actually come aboard and be a producer on the film where they didn't have to put in no money or anything. It was just, if they had a name, help me raise awareness on this film. And I literally took this film and shot this film and, and talked to a multitude of high end women, such as like black China, um, K Michelle, um, man, the list goes on, man. I talked to, uh, Angela Yee, um, I reached out to our people. You know, I talked to a multitude of women that actually can relate to this stuff and right. had stories about it, but they really didn't want to touch it because of those things that you just said. Like, you know, they said, hey, Al, you good people, love the story, like it, looks good, but I don't know if this is something I feel safe showing my brand because I don't want to be seen like I'm bashing women. Not right. Losing, so I'm, not, right. I'm not trying to lose no money here. I'm not trying to lose a buck. I'm not trying to lose a dollar. So I, exactly. so I totally understood their positions. But I thought differently when I was making it. I just knew that, you know, a, a high-profile woman would say, sure, I want to get behind this. I want to really, you know, I really want to do this with you. But none of those girls really wanted to be a part of it. That Bro, like, you, you, you basically answered, like, I got to revamp my whole brain about what I wanted to ask because I was literally going to get to that particular point. Like, did you even reach out to like some of the more famous people who this, you know, and how do they feel about it? So that's basically telling me right now, like, 
man, you, you man, you had, you had, you had, you just, you just roll with it. With, with, I understand, you know, you put it in your heart, but you still had to roll with a pair of steel ones. You know what I'm saying? To just go ahead and, and find yeah, it to make yeah. this movie because it's like, bro, like it's so much that I could think when I watched the trailer and stuff. I was like, it's so many ways that this could be taken, and I just like, I just respect the fact that you said, nah, I'm making the film. Like, I just got to give you a round of applause on that shit, bro. Like, seriously. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. The whole concept of it is so controversial. And, and here's the thing. You know, some people, you know how you know how this industry is. All publicity is good publicity. And I'm like, eh, we've seen that backfire several times. You know what I'm saying? We've seen that backfire yeah. several yeah. times. You feel me? Um, so yeah. Yeah. have you, have you, have you, had since it's out now and it came out, has anybody spent the block and been like, Wow, you know, now that I look at it, like, yeah, actually, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, maybe I do want to come aboard and promote it. You know, has, has anybody kind of skipped uh, the block that was cautious at first? Nah, it's kind of like this film is, um, it's a real taboo, man. It's a real touchy, touchy story. So once they told me that and they gave me their perception about it, it let me know that they were going to, you know, watch from a, you know, watch from afar, watch from the nosebleeds and see how this thing plays out because I knew that it was going to take the women at the bottom to create the conversation. I said, you know what, they're not going to do it because it's such a taboo. It's almost like when, you know, homosexuality was doing a breakthrough. You know what I mean? It was like nobody, when I was growing up, you couldn't be gay. It was like, you gay, motherfucker? What? what?" You know what I mean? And um, they had to fight through that roof, I guess. And I, whoever took the, uh, you know, whoever took the, took the fucking thing, I'm sorry, cousin, but whoever took the flag, they went and did it. It was kind of mm-hmm. like with this film too. It's like, nobody wants to talk about it. It's so taboo, but everybody's watching it. And then now it's starting to create the conversation that I was hoping that it was going to do. It's, it's actually uh, doing much better than I expected. Absolutely, man. That's good. Congratulations on that. And so, when you there, there, there's a lot of technical things about about filmmaking that I would like to touch on. I know we only got 30 minutes, and so I want to make sure I try to get some some um, education in because you know with this platform, um, even though we are geared towards independent artists and trying to you know help that culture and help that particular lane, and we want to we give them information. A lot of artists definitely want to hear information about films from people like yourself that are, are creating it, especially on the, on the fact that you're doing it yourself. So let me ask you this: when you're doing independent films. Right now, I want to ask you straight up because you kind of sort of answered it on the panel, but I want to actually hear from my audience. How do you feel about the, the the independent film industry right now? If we're talking about, and we'll get back more to Botch itself, but in, in the cast and crew. But as a as an independent filmmaker, how do you feel about the way uh, film is being able to be distributed as far as the onset of Tubi, a, 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 a good platform right now that a lot of people, you know, check out and you can get your movie in front of people. You don't necessarily have to go to Hollywood or even go to Netflix. How do you feel right now about the state of independent filmmaking? You know, it's challenging. And um, it's, uh, I'm glad you brought that question up. It, it's, it's really hurt. It's hurtful to, so to see these guys like Roland Williams and now to see Isaac, uh, what is Isaac Hayes Jr., they're trying to, like, expose Fox News or Fox Media because they own Tubi, and right. now they feel like Fox is racist and they're giving. But I just want to be clear. Tubi has given filmmakers a shot to actually make some money off of their movies. Aside from who owns it, who's this, who's that, I want people to know that as a filmmaker for over t- almost 20 years, coming from the DVD era, you know, we would only get one check, and that would be it. 
and we don't even own our IP anymore for 10 years. You know, so wow. they was able to make, you know, millions of dollars, millions of dollars um, off of us. And, you know, we never make a dollar. And then they tell us, hey, man, your movie, don't get mad because your movie didn't make no money. You know, I did I did a movie two, in 2013. I did Birds of a Feather, you know. Right. And right. I just want the fans to know a quick scenario about that. You know, Birds of a Feather was one of the South's biggest films to come out for Urban, you know what I mean, at the time. Right. And we did a deal where we got twenty grand. We got twenty grand from these guys from this late from this company, and we uh-huh. didn't see another dollar. Now, mind wow. you, Birds of a Feather went on Netflix, right? Birds right. of a Feather sold out of eight hundred and sixty WalMarts DVDs sold out. It also sold out on in um, Sears and Best Buy and. And then they went ahead and put the movie out on Amazon Prime, and then they showed it on, on their platform on YouTube. So they probably generated, I would say, I could easily say they generated probably five, dollars $600,000 off of the film, if not more, probably in more so of the million direction. Right. And, and they licensed this movie for 20 years. I mean, for 10 yeah. years. And they gave us okay. twenty grand. You see what I'm saying? Wow. And when I finally went to them, what, a year ago or so, and said, hey, man, you owe me some money. They said, we owe you $1,600. Don't get mad because wow. people didn't watch your movie or people didn't like your movie. That's crazy. This is what Nick they told me, literally. Right. And, and, and the thing about that is, and, and of course, with those numbers, it's like they, they, since, they had, since they had ownership over, they got the, the data. You feel what I'm saying? Like the, that, that's why that data is king right now. Like the information, right. uh, having the information, having access to the information, to the real numbers, to the real metrics is what makes it, it, it's a trillion dollar industry right now. And so it's crazy that they can tell you anything. So whatever, fam. Like, I, but I, that's so that's so key to like our core mission over here at K100 Radio and what you're saying. And people need to know this about you. You have a background as an artist. I want to make sure that I, t- I tell people that, which I didn't know. You know, I didn't know that until, you know, you, you, you talked, you know, at the um. Definitely. At the that I, was yeah. at. I didn't even know that you you, know, you were a former artist. And I had heard your name. I actually knew who you was before I walked up to you, kind of sort of. I just introduced myself. And, you know, you, you, you told me, birth, I, I watched that. I knew who you was. So I was there. I already knew who the, who the panelists was and everything. But um, I didn't know that you was an artist. You know what I'm saying? I did, I did not know that you was actually. Yeah, I started, the, yeah, I started rapping. I started. Yeah, I started right. from the era of Eminem. I'm from that same era. Proof, Eminem, Trick Trick, and all that. I'm from Detroit, so. We all, we all, you know, basically started together in the city of Detroit because I'll see where Detroit artists is at right now. I'm just so inspired from that. That's just a whole nother, uh, you know, thing that I'm so happy to see. Absolutely, man. And I want to make sure that I don't get too far away from the actual movie. And I want to make sure we, 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 we talk about Botch uh, because it's, it's actually, I just conceptually, it's a good thing. So, so how long did it take for you to shoot it? How did you, how did you pick your cast? Let's talk about Let's talk about Botch a little bit. Let's let's dig into it because I noticed I noticed what you want to talk about, and that's the highlight. And we'll we'll spin the block back for a couple more follow up questions. But let's talk about this movie that everybody that's watching on um YouTube and maybe if you're watching the replay or whatever on the channel or Facebook Live right now. Shout out to everybody that's watching. I see a couple of you guys are watching. I'm live right now. This is a direct line interview on K100 Radio. K100, you bad one. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip Hop and R and B. All right. Yeah, and we talking to the homie. Uh, Al Nuke, he's the director and filmmaker of the movie Botched, and that's what you guys are going to be getting ready to play the trailer in a second. But um, tell to me about you know picking your cast, man, and 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 deciding who you wanted to roll with, and the creative process of actually making the film. Well, my approach, 
I just once once God put it on my spirit, it was for me to find the uh, the right cast. So we went through maybe you know forty uh, Russ co-stars, and I don't know maybe a hundred of the main Layla, the main character. We went through a lot of those people, really right. trying to find the right one. Um, you know, it, it was a rigorous pro- it was a vigorous process because as a writer, I felt the film. I know what I wanted to see. I feel it. I know it. It's in my veins. So certain people was going close. Certain people were doing great in certain areas. But it was like the, the main character had to have a little bit of nuances of kind of everything. And then I had to strip that and build what I needed, so to speak. So it was, right. it was difficult at first. Yeah, you know, and when you're doing it, so I, I always ask people this, like, you know, of uh, people that may be watching this, Okay, here's the thing. The core of my audience and the core of this particular platform is music stuff, and that's cool, but they understand how it crosses over, right? So I say that because we're used to talking to guests and talking to people who had to do everything themselves, like had to go do this, and they had to pay for their own studio time, and they had to pay for their own... uh, How how much... How expensive is it if you were just... You're you're seasoned, so you're going to know how to cut costs and cut expenses. But let's just say somebody that's listening to this show for the first for the first time or maybe never heard of you or maybe have never actually had a chance to talk to an independent filmmaker like yourself with, with stuff already out on Tubi, things been in motion. Just give me a roundabout about how much does it cost to make a movie like Botch that you have to put up for it to come out looking just like that. For it to look like that, you're going to have to spend 100 plus. Okay. You know, um, a lot of people think they can make movies, you know, with five thousand. You can, you know, you can make a five, you can make a five thousand dollar movie, you can make a ten thousand dollar movie. It just depends on the quality that you're looking for and where you're trying to go with this film. A lot mm-hmm. of people make ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar movies, and then it doesn't really do too much. You know, I often tell people, you know, you get what you pay for. So when you spend twenty thousand dollars on a movie, you ain't gonna have the right lighting. You ain't going to hire the right sound. You ain't going to hire the right camera. You know, right. you ain't going to hire the real editing because all of this stuff is a process and this stuff costs money and the right. And to get the real people that do that, oh, boy, they want money. You know what I mean? They, right. they want some real money. And it ain't <laughs> like music because, you know, I come from the music era where you spend your money in spurts. You know what I mean? Like, so you might right. got to spend some money for two weeks. And then you're going to chill for two weeks or you're going to chill for a couple months or how it go. But also with movies, it's like, man, as soon as you say, okay, I'm pressing that green light, money's going. Right, right. And it's right. nonstop until you're done, done with the film. <laughs> There's exactly. no breaks. Yeah, you know? yeah. So and, I, and I think one – make sure you're the money wisely too. Yeah. And one thing I think, uh, one big difference – here's a, here's here's, a, here's what I want to say to my audience, my, my general audience and the people that may be listening. There is a huge difference. The number one difference is uh, artists can kind of sort of quarterback a project themselves if they're smart enough or whatever, but they still need to incorporate, uh, you know, buying beats and whatever, whatever. A film, there is no version of a film that's made by one person, period. Hard stop. There's no Correct. version of a film that's made by five people. I haven't, there is no version of a good film that's made by less than a, a crew of what, maybe 10 plus at the very minimum, like you can get yeah, away with very stuff. minimum ten right. years and stuff, you right. know, yeah, twelve, fifteen people minimum. Yeah. Minimum. That's the minimum. So so all of this so it's just not the same. And so you have to you you cannot, I repeat, you cannot jump into the film industry without without having a budget, A, and without having a team. Period. And and a lot of people you can you can you can finesse your way in there with the music industry, but 
nah, not in the film. You're going you're gonna to have to come with the money. You're going to have to come with the team in order to make this thing pop off. All right, man. I agree. That's, that's, that's I agree, it. but I will say this, though. Let me let them know this, though, because I came from the artist world, so it's not impossible. And what uh-huh. you can do is two things. Artists need artists needs to create content. So I tell artists, it, these are the days where you can actually start trying to shoot them small films and putting your music in it and then trying to put that out as a, you know, like a Jay-Z Streets is watching type situation because it's all right. about content. And when you want to look up a budget, you know, you find you a director that can make the movie, right? If I'm an artist, I'm going to find me a director that I know that can shoot a movie and he can guarantee me he can shoot a movie, right? My next step is I'm going to get, I got to have a relationship in my market with somebody that got a name, whether that be a DJ, whether that be a woman, whether that be, you know, another artist, whoever got names, I'm going to ask them to be in my movie, which more than likely they're going to come up, they're going to come up, so they're probably going to do it, whether it's one or two scenes. It doesn't matter. Right. They don't need to be in a whole movie. They can do one or two scenes. And once right. they commit to that, I'm going to get the up-and-coming other rappers to say, hey, man, give me $1,000, and I'm going to put you in this scene with this up with this real artist and with this real person. I'm going to put you in this scene, and I'm going to put your music in this movie. You do that 15 times, 20 times, charge some people 2000 charge, some people 1000 charge. This guy $500. You know what I mean? Uh, you want to charge this guy five hundred maybe to just to, to just do that. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Hold on one and second. You know what? Because that's that's like a that's a strategy that I didn't even even I didn't even think of from a, from a film making side. Because now it's like if you're independent and you're still trying to you trying to make money as, as while you're making the film before the film even comes out, that's a way to generate more revenue to like go buy that extra. I don't know the extra lens that you may need or the of extra, course. That's the extra course, whatever. You know what the extra plug in for the editors. Yeah. I don't even know how you however you wanna however you wanna frame it. Like I never I never you even never really thought about it in that way. You know what I'm saying? For making a film. Yeah. Like there's ways to make money while you're making the damn film. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's how you do it. You make money while you're making the film. Yes, man. Right. And and a lot of artists could do that. But with that comes you have to be creative. You have to be able to follow through. You gotta be able to do what you say. And you got to be able to complete it. And it has to look good. You know what I mean? So it's not an easy process, but there's a process that you can do it. And when people tell me, well, where do I start this and that? I don't want to hear that because you can go to YouTube. You can go to G- chat GT. There's so many areas and ways that you can learn what, you, what you're passionate about. If you just mm-hmm. really take your time and be disciplined, you can learn it. Absolutely, man. And, hey, I, I'm a student of self-learning. I went to YouTube University. I got my master's from that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, That's why you're talking about. I ain't going to be disingenuous, Al. I, I did go to college for media production. I did. But I actually okay, learned okay. more. I learned, but I learned more, ladies and gentlemen, from YouTube. And that's crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's true. You know, I learned yeah. everything I did. Everything I learned, it was trial and error. I didn't go to school for anything, and I know how to do a lot of stuff. But it right. was like trial and error, and just staying disciplined on learning it and wanting to do it. Absolutely. So let's 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 uh, let me start the music right here. I'm gonna play the trailer, man. I want people to see the trailer for Botch. All right, and uh, I'm gonna play the trailer real quick. So you guys can 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 see it. Everybody that's watching on, uh, shout out to uh, was that Craig Owens over there watching on Facebook? Steve Rosen, what's up, man? 
I see Mike's over there watching too as well. Jay Harris jumped on there. Apple Williams, Tracy Paul opens. All you guys that was over there watching on the uh, on the uh, Facebook uh, page. Shout out to you guys for watching. I appreciate you guys uh, checking over here. Shout out to my people that's watching on YouTube. I see a couple of people over there. And, of course, shout out to everybody that's listening on K100Radio.com, people, my, my loyal listeners on the app and everything. Of course, you guys, shout out to you guys over there. So I'm going to play this. Um, I'm going to play the trailer, uh, Al. You want to you give a little intro before I play the trailer? Man, definitely. Yo, y'all, check this out. This is Botch Movie, the trailer. The movie is available on Tubi right now. It's trending. The number one movie on all social platforms. All you got to do is Google it on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. We're going crazy, baby. This is Botch, the trailer. Check it out. Watch this real quick, y'all. Well, hello? Hey. Now, which one of you is ready to go first? News today, headlines around the world charged with injecting super black and super into women during illegal cosmetic surgery. Plastic surgery is over like a $40 billion a year industry. I only wanted to make women beautiful my entire life. I think you can bust out. She's coming to town every few months and pop in a different hotel. She clearly at least 50 every time she's in town. Did you just say $50,000 a week? Dr. Hamilton? Yeah, who's asking? Dr. Watkins, you mind if I have a word with you? We need, we need more product and more money. Did you yourself refer any girls to Layla? This is about a young lady by the name of Layla Gabrielle. I sell shots, booty shots. You give me 10 girls and I give you $5,000. This little ugly bitch ain't mine. I have to get my shots. I started feeling like this numbness in my legs. Layla! What you want? I'm the eighth girl in this home. I'm just so sorry that I set those girls up to see that monster. What do you want to become a plastic surgeon? Miss Gabriel. Make women beautiful. Tune to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. K100, you bad K100 Radio. I'm your host, Blizzard. Welcome, everybody. Uh, We are chopping up with the homie Al Nuke right now. He is the filmmaker who brought us botched on Tubi right now, man. And we're having a really great conversation for this direct line interview, man. I hope you're enjoying yourself, brother. Um, I'm glad you you got a chance to come over and rock with me. I appreciate that. Definitely, man. Thanks for having me. All right, so I got one. I got one. I got, and I know we we coming up on our thirty minutes. So I know you're a busy person. I'm trying to make sure I get all my my questions in and stuff, man. So I I appreciate you. Um, but I got I got I, I want to follow up on a question. This is for all my real like film, you know, people that are really in the film and stuff like that. And I got a lot of y'all. I see I see a couple of y'all names that popped up over there. I was watching. I know for a fact you guys are involved with film too on the Facebook and um YouTube feed. Let me ask you this, bro. You said something at the uh. That I felt was controversial, and everybody in the room kind of was like, kind of ears popped up when you said it. You talked about film festivals, and you basically yeah. said, "Fuck them film festivals." You know what I'm saying? Like, essentially, your answer was like, "Yeah, I don't fuck with them like that." Like, you 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 named one or two that you felt like was worth it, but for the most part, you was like, "Nah, you good on them." I want you to follow Definitely. up with that. Like, 
Let's talk talk to me and talk to people that may be watching K One Hundred Radio because you know you out here grinding and you really you really doing it. You 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 actually doing something that I myself am trying to goddamn get into. Like I people know that I've worked on some films. I've done audio and stuff like that. I've done sound and stuff and editing and stuff. But I want to get to the point where you at one day. I'm I'm, I'm you inspiring me straight straight, straight up. Appreciate it. So when you said when you said that, it kind of piqued my ears. So I was like. Okay, I was completely wrong about that because I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking in my brain I got to do the film festivals. All right, just like some maybe some new rapper may feel like I got to do the open mics. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, talk to me about right. how, why you feel the way you feel about film festivals. Well, let me go a little bit in, in detail um, with that, and I just want to be clear, and I hope it don't offend nobody. Um, First of all, you don't want to be a backpack filmmaker. I know people that's been making movies and trying to make a movie for five years, ten years, and and, and it just doesn't make any sense. And when you look at a lot of these, um, the a lot of these film festivals, a lot of them are built around white people. They're not really built around our stories. And unfortunately, the film festivals that's built around our stories are mainly money grabs, you know, for for the filmmaker, for the main guys to get their sponsors to come in and sponsors cut a nice check, and that's a tax write-off for them, and everybody's happy. At the end of the day, nobody at these major black film festivals are picking up movies genuinely okay. off of their craft. Right. You have to have, you have to pay to get the movie in there, pay for the banners, pay for the this and pay for that, and then possibly somebody may come and get you. But in in hindsight, you got places like Tubi, you find your aggregator, and if you got a movie, you put your movie out, and, and, and hopefully you can make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these film festivals, the distributors are not there. The aggregators maybe are there, but the distributors that where you're thinking, I got this movie, give me a check. They're not right. there. Right. It's, and we have to know that as black filmmakers to not be, you know, I'm going to use my name and my brand to let you know, don't walk in circles. Don't waste your time. It's nothing personal. It's just the fact that when you go to a lot of these black film festivals, a lot of them are sponsor-oriented, and they're, they're really based upon that to get their sponsorships off. No one's mm-hmm. looking for really movies. So all we're doing is networking with the next filmmaker. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, what do you do? But there's no real deals going down at these spots. Right. And when right. you go to places like AFM, which is the American Film Market, in Santa Monica, which is one of the biggest film festivals for urban filmmakers, it is 85% white. You hmm. do have 15% there, and you do have those guys that's looking for movies that'll possibly do some deals. But again, unfortunately, all of those guys are white. A lot of them will tell you, black content is not working in my market. So Tubi is our outlet. So when you get people like, you know, Roland Martin and saying, oh, Tubi this and that, it's like, bro, you hate. You big time hate. Maybe you need to go make a movie so you can see the numbers. Right. And and Tubi, and just to be clear, I don't, I don't, without getting too specific, Tubi cuts the check, correct? Am I right or wrong? Tubi cuts you guys the checks on the films on the, when they when they when they pop off on there, right? You guys are getting paid, yeah, right? Yeah, we get paid. Like you get paid depending on the person, depending on the person that you're dealing with, you can get paid every thirty days or you can get paid every three months. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's a revenue, and 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 the main thing about it is you still own your IP. 
So, right. you know, you could take your movie elsewhere whenever you get a chance to or whenever you want to. You can put it on other platforms. You're not just exclusively licensed to Tubi. You can go right. take it wherever you want to. But, for, you know, Tubi has been a self-contained entertainment outlet for the for urban. So right. it's created its own lane. You know, leave right. it alone. Because truth be told, Roland and people like that saying what they're saying, Tubi is actually looking up and saying, hey, the black people made our channel, but now we have to use our movies because Fox does own these joints. So we got 10,000, 20,000 movie catalog that we right. got to run through our right. own network. So <laughs> right, right. we're not going to be taking just any black movie. And so you, so you just, you didn't shot a movie at the crib with your homeboy in the closet. We ain't taking them no more. Even though that's what made them. But and, I, and I get it because, I mean, yeah. everything grows. Everything grows. You feel me? At the end of the day, I get it. Yeah. Now you said, what you, Rose, say, man. what you said one more thing, Al. One more thing, and I'm gonna let you go. Also, mm-hmm. you said, and I want to follow up here. You said that you feel like there's gonna be something else that circum that that basically comes around Tubi in a minute. Like Tubi's not gonna Tubi's not gonna have the lock that it has right now. You you said you mentioned you, you said that you feel like it was something that's gonna be in, in, in maybe a, a two two or three years, maybe five years. Tubi ain't gonna be it. And you mentioned something else. What was that that you named? I think it's going to be less than that, man. It's going to be less than 24 months. Tubi is going to have real hard competitors because they're shooting mm. every day. Um, I was talking about actually the brother that I'm going to jump on the phone with as soon as I'm done with this is my brother Dre, who's got the uh, network with Moneybag Yo. You know, they started their own network on the cell phones. And, you know, they got people watching films through there. You got some other brothers. Shout out to um, Not Stats TV. Um, you know, they got their own they got their own incubator system with 300 women, 300,000, I'm sorry, women that actually pay a certain amount of money every month to subscribe to their content, their self-contained content. So you got a new one that I just heard, Cineverse, who's out and they're paying more than Tubi, you know what I mean, for the um, ad revenue splits. So you got people that's coming that's going to compete with Tubi real, real soon. But Tubi will always be the uh, they'll be the Walmart or the Apple, so to say, of the business. Okay, all right, good stuff, man. Well, first of all, uh, before I get ready to let you go, man, because about thirty minutes been up about eight minutes ago. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want to let you go, man. man. Take your turn. You feel me? Yeah, but um, anything that you want to add that we didn't cover? Anything? Of course, we know that we want everybody to go out, and if you got Tubi, well, pretty much everybody has Tubi at this point. Make sure you check out Botch. All right, you see how I got that thing going across the screen when you see that, you feel me? Anything that you want to shout out, uh, Al, anything else that you want to mention that I did not get a chance to cover, man? 30 minutes go quick when we're having a great conversation. Anything I missed? No, man, you did great, man. I really appreciate you. I just want to thank the cast and the crew of Botch, and I want to thank every single person that took the time out to watch the movie. And it's very important that black women in general watch this movie because it's going to help you just kind of raise awareness and just really think about, do the right research when you decide to mess with your body because this is your temple. So you want to make sure that you're doing the right thing and the proper thing when messing with your temple. So I just want to just let all everybody know to just be aware and go and watch Botch and tell a friend, friend, tell a friend, spread the word. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and all my social medias, A-L-N-U-K-E, Al Newt. And I appreciate you, K-1. Absolutely, man. And well, Oh, hold on. Before we go. Keep it a hundred with me, real quick. K one hundred radio. Keep it a hundred. Do you like them BBLs? Sure. Like you like the BBLs, or you like them natural, my dog? Which one you want? Does it matter? I like them natural, but I didn't pay for a couple BBLs. 
<laughs> All right. That's the answer. That's the answer. My man, Al My Newt, girl man. natural right now. My girl natural right now, for the record. I got a natural girl right now. <laughs> All right, brother. Listen, man, keep doing your thing, man. Hopefully, man, you know, at some point, man, I'd love to work with you at some point. So I'm, I'm shooting my – I always put myself out there when I'm doing my thing. You feel me? Yeah. We talked about it briefly at the bar, like, yo – I'm, I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my foot in the game as 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 a person that's an artist and recording engineer and a producer. I'm like yo, but I've I've worked on film. I'm trying to get myself over there, man. So hey, man, hopefully one day, never know. I don't know. Maybe this may be the start of something. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to have you on the broadcast as as be there as a mato. You feel me? I respect that. Thank, Thank you, King. I appreciate Absolutely. you. All right, before we go, K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio right. Hip Hop and R&B. And I want you guys to understand, man, like, when I'm talking to people like Al Nuke, like, he's, that's, that's a really cool dude, bro, like, he's done a lot of stuff, like he said, he did, he's done uh, Birds of a Feather, you know, that was, that was, of course, a hood classic, and he's done, he's got a couple other movies, man, so, um, when I get a chance to grab these kind of interviews, I, I, that's why I ask him certain questions, like, if you missed all of this, if you, if you see the whole thing, and you in the film, go back, I ask him a couple of pertinent questions about the industry, about, uh, Tubi, about, you know, distribution and stuff like that, he covered a lot of stuff, he touched on a lot of stuff, I want him to talk about his movie, Botch, and I hope you guys, all you Tubi fanatics, some of y'all live and die by Tubi. And I, I, listen, I, I I got Tubi. I got Tubi on my phone. I got Tubi on my, all my smart TVs. You know, you can watch Tubi through the Roku. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've watched movies on Tubi. You know, feel what I'm saying? And everybody that knows me personally knows I'm a movie connoisseur. Like, as far as I, music is my specialty, of course, and my background. But again, I have worked on films already. You know what I'm saying? I've got an IMDb page. You know what I'm saying? I've done some work on some on some independent films, so I'm into that too. And I love watching movies. You watch my page, and you with me on, friends with me on social media. You see, I talk about movies and films and TV shows and series, and I give my critiques and everything a lot because I really like movies. Before I even became a rapper, I liked movies. You know what I'm saying? So before I started into anything entertainment, I used to like to watch movies and TV. You know what I'm saying? So um, with that being said. Um, you know, if you're trying to get into it, man, he gave you some real valuable information and stuff that I, the panel that him, it was him and Nina, uh, Nina Snacks, Nina, excuse me, Nina, Nina Snacks, my bad queen. And um, I forgot the other um, guy. Uh, I'll go back. I, I, I'm drawing a blank, but I know his name. He's really, all of them really accomplished filmmakers and they were on that panel and they was just dropping gems and just dropping gems. I was like, man, I wish I would have recorded that. You know what I'm saying? But I was just there. I just went. But he was talking so much, and I approached him. I was like, man, I got, I want to get you on my show. You know what I'm saying? So you can talk to my audience and give out some of that game that you gave. You feel me? Um, so it was a real good conversation. I was glad to have it. Make sure you go check out that film. But if, you, if you're interested in, in getting into the uh, film industry, one thing that he said, I want to make sure I repeat before I sign off. He ain't, he ain't tell you no lies. That budget is not like making – uh, you, can, you, can, you can create an album, a mixtape or whatever for a couple of stacks. Or whatever you can have your art you can create now marketing and getting that shit on the radio and all that that's a completely another conversation but the man just told you you're gonna need about six figures to make a quality movie and that's why when you look at Tubi, some of those movies like he said look like they spent 10 grand on it some of them look like they spent a hundred you know what i'm saying you can tell the difference and he also mentioned how Tubi starting to crack down a little bit and say we good on those ten thousand dollar budget movies we need a little bit more so if that's what you're trying to get into, get a team. If you can't afford everybody, then they have production companies and sound companies and stuff that will come out that you're going to have to pay up front, salaried, and get paid, pay the contract, but you're going to need some money. You feel what I'm saying? If you want to really do it and do it the right way. So uh, 
I was glad that he mentioned that, and I was glad that we had that quick conversation on the air. All right, that's it. Um, K1's Radio, I'll be back for another direct line interview whenever I get a chance to talk to somebody else. But, uh, again, go check out the movie Botch. All right? It's on Tubi right now. Um, of course, if you ever seen Birds with a Feather back in the day with Zaytoven and all that, that, that was him, too. And he's got a couple other movies over there on Tubi. Um, so he's been doing his thing for a minute, fam. So go check out that movie if you see it on Tubi. And, um, of course, <laughs> you know, hey, at the end of the day, it can always go left when you're trying to get that butt injections or plastic surgery. Um, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of queens that didn't that didn't make it off them beds or, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, I tell all my women, listen, fam, like, if you got it naturally, don't touch it. God gave it to you. No need to do all that. But it, and if, if you're feeling self-conscious and you feel like you want to do it, please don't be going to Mexico you know what I'm saying, for $2,000 and shit, you know what I'm saying, like, come on, man, like, your life is, really, save up your money, save up your money, go to a reputable doctor, you feel what I'm saying, and get your shit done right, I ain't saying you gotta go to Dr. Miami, goddamn, but please don't be going somewhere where you, you know, they're giving you ice packs instead of anesthesia, like, chill, fam, it's not that serious, you're still beautiful, queen, K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B.